Women's History Month celebrated every March now, the entire month around the country. Hopefully you're celebrating. This morning I'm celebrating with someone I've known professionally and personally. She's homegrown Tennessee girl, pageant girl, UT girl, now entrepreneur after leaving the corporate world and doing this right before the pandemic. All while being a mom of three, a wife, she went back to school for her business degree, And this morning, maybe we could all feel a little more inspired, actually even more appreciated. Let me bring in Corey Dixon of Dixon Media and Events. So glad to have you here today. Good morning. Wow, what an introduction, Michelle. (laughs) I know, I love it. You've done so much in your life. And you ever thought you'd see your name like that? Not just on a business card as your name, but as the name of a business. You know, I truly have always had a dream of at one point owning my own business ever since I was probably in high school. I've just always had that that dream of doing something big like that. I, I wasn't really sure it would ever come true, but it is a pretty amazing feeling to wake up each day and know that we're building something I think that is making a difference here in this community. And so it's exciting. Who inspired you to be this person? You must have had some really strong women around you growing up. Well, I come from a long line of very strong, independent women. (laughs) So, you know, I was and am very close to my family. And my grandmother was a big inspiration for me growing up. They had their own business in West Tennessee. They had a granary business. And you talk about hard work. And she ran it. That's very much a, a male industry. She hung in there and did an incredible job. And I spent a lot of time at that business watching her. And and then my mom. My mom was a um, a school teacher, then a principal, and then sat on the school board and just continued to um, grow her career. And while we were in school, she went back and got her doctorate. So I just, like I said, I've been inspired by a lot of strong women in my life and in my family. And those two really set kind of the pathway for me to try to be a leader and do my own thing as well. Did you feel pressure? Well, I think I'm one of those that, you know, when I was in high school, I created a list of top 20 things that I wanted to accomplish before I left high school. I mean, it was things Mm -hmm. like I wanted to be the editor of the high school yearbook. I wanted to have the lead role in the play. I mean, I always kind of had these goals that that I would set for myself, um, short and long-term goals. And I love to just kind of mark off. Now, I didn't hit them all, but I came pretty dang close. So I think I've always... Um, that you can think back and say, man, I wish I did that. Or, well, oh, well, but well I did in high else. school, you know, back then the things were real important, like the lead role in the play. <laughs> I didn't get the lead role, but I did get a role. So that was good. But I got the Susie Snowflake role <laughs> <laughs> in the choir. So, you know, I traded one thing for another. But those were some things that um, goals that I set. And then when I went into college, you know, a couple of things that I really wanted to do. I wanted to be a UT singer and I didn't make it my Mm -hmm. first year, but I was determined I was going to go back and try out again an audition and I did make it. And then the same thing in the, in the pageant world. I mean, it was um, obviously a very competitive area of, of against a lot of talented women. And it took me a long time. uh, But I remember growing up as a kid, I wanted to be on that stage and I wanted to experience it. And so I failed a lot, but I kept going And I finally made it to Miss Tennessee, and it was an amazing experience because I was able to uh, learn a lot about myself, uh, also uh, push a philanthropy that I was very um, proud of being a part of and being able to speak in the school systems. And then I won scholarship money to help further my education. So, you know, I just... I. I got knocked down a lot, but I, I made sure that I didn't keep stay down. I kept going and I picked myself up and kept trying over and over again until 
I did get there. I grew up in Brownsville, Tennessee, five and a half hours on the west other side of, us, of the state. <laughs> on the other side of the state. So you came here, you went to school here. So I came to UT in 94. I was here during the incredible years of Peyton Manning and so graduated in 98 and then immediately stayed here in Knoxville working in media. I went straight from graduation right into a, a job here because I, I love East Tennessee and it's a wonderful place to live and a great place to raise family. So I've just, I've never left, obviously. What was your major? So I was in communications. I knew pretty much right out of the gates what I wanted to do because when I was in high school, I had to get a job, you know, to pay for the gas in my car. And so I worked at a radio station in Brownsville oh. on the weekends. So, and it was one of those radio stations. Were you stations. spinning records? I was, I was, <laughs> I was spinning records. And at the time you had carts for commercials that you would load in. And this radio station during the week would have swap and shop. And on the weekends yes. it would have, you know, we'd play the Tennessee game and we'd play country music. And, you know, so I kind of got a feel for the industry when I was in high school and I loved it and I knew that's kind of what I wanted to do. So when I got to college, I declared my major pretty quickly and, you know, I still keep in touch with some of my professors today. So Mm -hmm. I had a wonderful experience in college and knew exactly pretty much what I wanted to do when I got there. So you knew what you wanted to do eventually have your own business. You actually went back to school. I did. And that was kind of a crazy story of how that happened. Because if you would have told me 10 years ago, I'd go back to college or back to get an MBA, I would have bet you probably $10 million that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> Especially with kids. Three Especially kids. with kids. Yes. Well, at the time I had twins and then another one came along shortly after. But, you know, it was all about timing. And it's one of those things that I really leaned into my faith and said, give me some signs of what I'm supposed to be doing here. And I knew that in the career that I had, I'd built a wonderful career where I was and had amazing clients that I worked with and I was very proud of where I was but I also knew I'd come become very complacent and I didn't mm-hmm. see a lot of room for growth and I was starting to get anxious and bored and I wanted more and, and you so were doing radio advertising I was mm-hmm. I was and I um you know and I, I loved it but I, I knew I wanted more and I wanted more opportunity and so the opportunity for me to go back and get an executive MBA just happened and it all worked out and I think because well I know because I went back to school and did that it was the courage and the education that I needed to be able to go you know what I can do this I'm going to go and I'm going to to launch this business um and and that that that's not to say that's what everyone needs to go out and and, and launch their own businesses to go back to school but I think it was just that one bit of that extra piece that was missing to the puzzle to help me get know that you know what you can do this I graduated I had a baby about a month afterwards <laughs> that was not planned but he is the biggest blessing and so I had to kind of you know put a pause on that for a little bit and kind of get a new plan in place and then about a year later it was time just all the signs and things that were happening where I was it was just time for a change and I was ready I mean mm-hmm. I was ready and so and this was about when this was about, I launched the company about five months, five or six months before COVID hit. So so everything's um, looking peachy and everything sounds good. You know, it's a lot of hard work, but then all of a sudden, boom. Boom. And you talk scary. And part of your company, media and events. events I mean, yeah. a lot shut down. shut down. And so that was extremely scary time because I had walked away from a job that I was, um, you know, very comfortable in. I had done well. I'd built in a wonderful business and had amazing clients. And so that was and scary. was number one many a times within well, the group. Well, thank you. you. You worked hard for it. It was very scary, but luckily, you know, we've been through a lot of trying times. You know, not luckily, but unfortunately, we have been. But we've we've gotten through them through the recession, through nine eleven. You know, a lot of things have happened mm-hmm. over our course of the last 10, 20 years 
that I was able to kind of go, okay, you know, we're going to get through this. And so just kind of working very closely with the clients that I had, holding their hand through the process because it was unknown for all of us, but we made it through and we're better now for it. We learned a lot. I think the word is pivot. We heard a lot of the word pivot often many a times in business when we were going through the pandemic. Like the way we even communicate or now meetings. Yeah, Who would have thought lot, yeah. that we could do them over the <laughs> I computer? Know. You know? I know, yes. We definitely did have to pivot and come up with new resources and ways to communicate and to continue on with business. And while I'm so grateful that we have those opportunities, I'm still a people person and I like to, you know, make sure that I'm in front of my clients or meeting with people. I just love that connection. And so it it allows us to do a little bit of both. And so for me, I'm still very much, you know, I like to get out and be in front of clients and be with them and be in the businesses. But I also know our time is very limited and you have to be mindful of that. So adding in some of those things that have changed along with the Zoom calls and other resources that have happened since COVID, it has been a nice convenient way of doing business as well. And I'm sure that your children see how hard mommy works and that probably encourages them to succeed and do well. You know, I I, am very proud of our kids and our family and how we try to work together to juggle it all. And it is, I'm sure for many people out there, we're all in the same boat of our kids and their activities. My children are very dedicated to their school work and they're very dedicated to their sports. And it's been really nice to watch them you know, be disciplined enough to get up and set their alarms and be on time and be ready to go to their sporting events. And Wait, they set their own alarms? They do. And they get up on time? <laughs> they do. They have, they have their LED lights that go off in the morning. So, you know, they they get up and they do their thing. And they, I love that I don't have to, you know, it's not a fight to get them to go and do their sports or do their, their schoolwork. They are really dedicated to that. And you know, some of that it, you teach and some of it, it's just, that's just their personalities. And so they are firstborn, <laughs> so, you know, they, uh, we might be a little bit more strict on them than we are on the little five-year-old, but you know, they are, they are, they're good kids and I'm very proud of them. I'm proud to be their mom. A hardworking mom that is, but let's talk about what advice do you have, Corey Dixon, for say other women who may be afraid to take the leap that you did? I would definitely say for the college students, you need to get out there and you need to have experience. So while you're getting an education, make an make a time and make the effort to dive into what that that what you're interested in doing. Go out there and spend a semester working a couple hours a week interning um, in that field that you like and get a kind of an idea if whether or not you like it. I mean, I'm very big on internships and students doing that. I did that when I was in college and I know I wouldn't be where I am today had I not had those internship opportunities and experience. And so I would really encourage students to to get out there in the real world and experience it so they can then decide what they like. And then another thing I would really encourage them is to stick with it. You know, I think you see a lot of times this generation, they don't stay in one place as long. And that's nothing's wrong with that. But I think you're able to learn and grow if you give it more time than what you're giving it. You know, um, stay with it for a couple of years. I mean, I'm not saying you have to stay with it for 20 plus like I did, mm-hmm. but, you know, stay with it for a little while and give it a chance because the grass is not always greener on the other side. And you'd be amazed if you if you really stay with it and try when you're going to have, you're going to have good days and bad days, but how do you navigate through those and learn? And if you're constantly trying to learn and be better and be okay with constructive criticism, you're going to be, you're going to do much better in the long run too. So I would just encourage them to have faith, to be loyal, um, to put everything in that they can and to try and to give it a chance. 
I also wanted to talk about giving back to the community. I'm from a small town, and so I saw the power of community and how they basically raised me. <laughs> so, you know, I, I know how important that it is. It took a village. It did. It really <laughs> did take a village. But I know how important that is. And, you know, then when I got into the radio world, we do so much of that as well. We did so much of that. Is so You're so ingrained in the community, and you're giving back through radiothons and working with different organizations in town. And so I was really able to learn a lot about the ones that we have here. And we have so many amazing organizations here. And so I am blessed that I am, have been involved with a, a, with a bunch, you know, child help is one that I've been on their board for, for a very long time. And it's very near and dear to my heart. And then we've worked with St. Jude and East Tennessee Children's Hospital and boys and girls. I mean, I can name, there's a laundry list of them, but I'm very proud to be a part of all of them. And, and, you know, hopefully, you know, little things that we do here and there do make a difference. And we've got a great community and it's a wonderful place to live. And I'm just thrilled that I'm here with my business and my family. And I look forward to what's next. What is next? <laughs> What's Great your next, question. You know? Great question. Because you've always had what well, you said those goals either be short term, long term goals and strike them off. That's a great question. And um, my big thing is is really growing my business right now. And that's kind of where we are. That's what we're focused on is, is building that team. And I'm so blessed to have an amazing team of women that I work with. And um, I'm just excited to see where that's going to go. Is it just going to be women you know, forever? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I don't, I don't want to say forever. You never know. Um, no, I'm certainly has open that, to. But has that been your, I guess, um, your plan right now? Just start with women? Yes. I mean, it really has been kind of a, you know, kind of a women focused company. You know, we are a boutique agency, um, but we do have, we do continue to grow and add, you know, it's, it's all about the talent and the people too. You know, it's, if they're a right fit for our culture and what we're trying to do and they, they are a part of that, that piece of the puzzle, then it doesn't matter if you're female or male, then you, you know, we're going to get you on our team. <laughs> but, um, but the way it's worked out so far, it has been all females and they are fantastic. <laughs> how many, how many of you are there now? So there's four, four full-time employees and two part-time. Wonderful. Yeah. And if you'd like to keep up with Corey Dixon and Dixon Media and Events, follow them on Instagram because between you and your team, you guys do a fabulous job with social media because I just love all the even inspiring stories that are, um, what do they call it? Inspiring gifts that you guys put up there every now and then. It's like, yeah, I needed to hear that today. I needed to see that. Well, thank you. That, <laughs> that means a lot. And I'm glad that we're doing something, hopefully, that does inspire people and that does make a difference. That's what we're here for. And that's what we're about. Again, we're thrilled and I love being here and I love what we're doing. And we're excited to see where we where we go. Oh, so excited to have you here with us this morning. Corey Dixon of Dixon Media and Events.